tonight. For your listening pleasure, it's Flash and the Fats Teague, 105.3 FM. This is 10 Radio. We're back. We're live. We're on. No, we're not on time. No, no, we're not on time. We're never on time. We, we can't, p- can't say that we weren't here on time, though. Well, no, we, we were li- here. We had a little bit of a gas, didn't we? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 The, the waffle started well before the show tonight, <laughs> doesn't it, Jess? Yes. Good evening, ladies. Oh, hello. It's oh, very loud and speckly. Wow. Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are Flash and the Fat Stick. We're here. Hello. Um, for an hour of uh, motoring. All hour. I know. And motorsport waffle. <laughs> got nothing to talk about. Yeah, well, We're I'm just going to put the Northwest 200 on. Seeing, yes, exactly. We have live motorsport. As we speak. As we speak. We could. It's rather fantastic. Start our day off by commentating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I've got a huge problem is although I enjoy the road races you don't know who anyone is I haven't is. got a clue apart from Guy Martin <laughs> the legend I've no idea who it is okay hmm. yeah that's a point well you we could just pass it over to the guys in Northern Ireland and yeah. let them do it couldn't we just, just they whack get it paid. up we could we could I don't think no, we're alright. We're all right for a minute. They're warming up. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so here we go. Uh, live motorsport on Flash and the Fat Stick. Yes, which it's, is it's a first. And we've we've already had some results from the. Um, yes, we have. Yes. Thingy, do you want to update us? Um, I can't remember now. Thank you, you very much. much. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I mean, that's a brilliant it, way to yeah, start. Yeah, I say the first Super Sport. Was it Super Sport 600, wasn't it? What? First race. Yeah, it was. You in um, of this stuff? A guy came third. Right. So Alistair Seeley. Alistair Seeley. He was five seconds down with a lap to go. Mm. Five and like a half seconds from Michael Dunlop and managed to pull it all back and win. How much did he actually win by in the end? Uh, it was it was about it wasn't far off. They were quite close, I think, because uh, they were corrected times. But he won by one point three seconds. Blimey. That is a huge amount of pulling on one hand. <laughs> Six seconds. Fair play to you, Mister Seeley. <laughs> I don't like him very much, but you know, <laughs> I can't argue. You, you know, you, he's, he's, you've got to give the boy his due. Yeah, lesser of two evils, mate. Um, I really don't like Michael Dunlop. So, <laughs> you know, you got, you're going to make a little bit There's of an exception. A lot of people I guess. you don't like in there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> another one to tick off the list uh, anyway so yeah he overhauled five and a half seconds one lap that's mental isn't it that's, that's some riding and the boy guy Martin um, coming third although um, 25 seconds back to be fair he did look like he was holding off a little bit because it was soaking wet it was a bit wet if you haven't been watching the Northwest 200 coverage which I believe is only available live on the BBC Northern Ireland sport it website is. it is yeah um, get yourselves over there when we've finished yes well, in fact watch it Stick well, it on mute. Yeah. And we'll <laughs> we'll not we'll not comment. We'll not have a clue what's going on, <laughs> but we might be able to tell you who wins what at the end. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, there we go. So we start off with live motorsport. Live. That doesn't it's happen every week with us. Super, is it? isn't it? But then again, you don't really get a lot of motorsport happening this time of day, do you? No. Thursday. <laughs> on a Thursday at eight o'clock at night. It's yeah. a bit odd, isn't it? And obviously you've got a whole day's worth of racing on Saturday. 
Yeah. I can't remember when it starts. It's about midday, I think. Mm. There's we lots got, of races. Um, there is coverage. Um, the, the races, you said um, just Saturday's races are yes. going to be on highlights. What is that channel? 963 or something like that? BBC Two Northern Ireland, I believe. Yeah. At about eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. On and they have like a Saturday and Sunday. Oh, no, Sunday and Monday night. So it's a highlights program. So um, if you are uh, interested in uh, the the road racing, or even if you're not interested, you should be because this is proper racing. This is proper. This is balls out proper. There's curbs, potholes, houses, lampposts, but there's everything, and it's it, <laughs> it, it's, it's racing. It, it, I've got a question for you. Okay. How, how do you feel about um, all of the different types of tarmac that they seem to put everywhere now? You mean the patchwork quilt effect? Yes. Do you, how, no, how do you feel about the, the, the so-called <laughs> grippier stuff? Uh, too much road noise. Yeah. I, couldn't, I thought you were going to say that. Because there's a lot of that. Mm. And they put a lot of it around the Isle of Man now as well. Yeah. I remember there was an interview with John McGuinness. Um, and he said that there were certain parts of the course, if it was dry and you hit those patches, mm. you knew that you were going to get good grip. Yeah. But he said you'd have to be careful because the, you get too much grip you're gonna, if you're it's gonna too hot. You're going to tear your sh- tyres to shreds for starters. Mm-hmm. And the amount of road noise you get in a car yeah. on these bits of tarmac is phenomenal. But you've got to weigh that up with some of the shiny smooth stuff we got. Well, exactly. When it rains... It's awful. You've got our job to keep whatever you're driving yeah. or riding in a straight line. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, that's something else that these guys have got to contend with. You know, they've got, <laughs> they've got white lines. They've got, you know, there's, there's, there's whole boxes of, this of is white b- lines. bike racing for grown-ups, isn't it? Really? It is, yeah. Testosterone. Regular listeners pinnacle. will understand that my 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 love for bike racing is non-existent. Min- minimal. Yeah, really. Um, but then I've started watching the TT and this sort of stuff. This is proper racing. Oh, no, it's brilliant, isn't it? I like this. Anyway, <laughs> one day I might actually know what's going on. Um, right, where should we start? We've had a pretty good start. Yeah, no I was say with no mo- Yeah, well, this is why I kind of brought the the, the surface road surface in mm. for you because it kind of it it works with what we're talking about now. Mm. And I thought it might get a rant out of you. Well, I, I, and I didn't. Not really. I seem to get everyone on the way today. I seem <laughs> to pass the whole world. <laughs> you, well, what can I say? That's a rant for you. Mm. I've spent more time in the hedge. Do you, do you know the the highlight of my day was putting a lamb back in a field. <laughs> and considering I work in the motor trade, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> so there you go. Um, that shows how exciting my day's been. Really, really? that is mm. wow. I'm I'm impressed, mate. I I I like that. That sounds mm. good. I'll be happy with that. Right. Um, classic cars. Oh, classic cars. Mm. I'd like to start with a news report that I saw earlier in the week, uh, saying that um, some and I use the term classic uh, very lightly. Yeah, go on. Um, the Maestro Allegro Montego <laughs> are among classic cars facing extinction. <laughs> Did you really just say that? Mm. Like the Maestro Turbo, yes. There are people seriously concerned that certain cars. Um, is it because they're incredibly rusty? Well, they were always incredibly rusty. Well, this is what I mean. They come out of Longbridge incredibly rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come uh-huh. on. How can you class these cars as classic? As I've said many, many times before, and I'm starting to bore myself if I'm being <laughs> honest, just because it's old does not make it a classic. No, I agree. How do you feel about an Austin Allegro? Do you want, do you want a couple here? Uh, Allegro, you pick that one. There are just 291 left on the road. I'm surprised there's that many. 
are, are they actually on the road though? Is this is this tax figures? Is yeah, it, yeah. This is things that yeah. are legal. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. I was going to say there's got to be another 350 sitting in people's fields. All right, so if you compare that to the amount they actually built, that actually equates to 0.453% of the original amount <laughs> built left on the road. So you're telling me all, all of those sort of units that we've ever bought from places like Ikea, mm. and they've got those little hand, metal handles on, they're probably made of Austin Allegro. Yeah, pretty much, yes. Excellent. Well, that's, at least we know we're not ever going to have a shortage of metal. <laughs> you, decent quality metal, you will. Yeah. This was built in Long Beach. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you think that's bad? Go on. There are only 84 Austin ambassadors left. Wow. What is this Good. world coming to? Yeah, Good. what is this world coming why, to? <laughs> why are they still here? Weigh them in, people. Get your money while you can, because no one in their right mind is really going to buy one. I mean... <laughs> I just don't know what to say if I'm honest why are people so upset about this these cars were rubbish when they were built and they're still rubbish now I said I would never you're, you're off now you're, you're flowing <laughs> you're juiced up yeah well the, the saddest thing there well not really Ford Sierra yeah they made 3,470,524 I was going <laughs> to say it's not that funny but there are 15,000 left it's not bad though, is it? Sierra was all right, but I mean, Triumph Claim Rover Two Hundred, built from nineteen eighty four to nineteen eighty, they made four hundred eighteen thousand of them. Right? <laughs> There's over thirteen hundred left. That's a shame. Why? <laughs> they were terrible. <laughs> Have you got the MGs on there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the MG eleven hundred. Or 1300. <laughs> uh, between 62 and 71, they built 157,409. There are now 206 left. Excellent. That's more like it. Good. <laughs> Austin Maxi, there are only 401. What? 401 pe- uh, people own Austin, Austin Maxis. Maxis. <laughs> I, I bet that somebody owns more than one out of that. Yeah, I reckon them. they do. Can I, can I ask you a question? Go on. My, my mum might, uh, might tell me off for this. <laughs> is, is, is there Austin A35s on there? Uh, no, there isn't. Okay, no. that's fine. Don't say anything. Keep, keep your opinion to yourself on that one, because <laughs> mum, mum will come up here personally and, and yeah, stab you in the neck or uh, something. But, well, <laughs> I mean, Austin Princess, a hundred. Why call it a princess? Yeah, I know. What's princess about that big hunk of? Maybe if you sp- kissed it, it would turn into. Rust? A frog. I don't know. Yeah, turn into a frog. I'd rather ride around on the back of a giant frog than I would in an Austin Princess. Especially with that dodgy... These are not classic cars. This is not something to be worried about. This is a glorious moment when we embrace the end of the crap that come out of Longbridge and uh, any other car plant in the 70s and 80s. It's it, it, LDV on there. Any no. LDVs. That's a shame, because I wish there would be more of them on there. <laughs> Bloody things. Uh, just rubbish. Hello. What's mm. going on here? That's not me. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, good. I'm glad these cars are running out because yeah. they're just terrible. No, I agree with you. On on certain on certain points. <coughs> you know, the, the, there should be more Skodas on there, really. It's some of the early ones were shocking. Yeah. I, I do think they lived up to the uh, the term skip on wheels. Mm. Well, allegedly, new Skodas mm. are built to a higher quality right. than Volkswagens. Right, okay. How does that work, then? <coughs> Excuse me. Is that a, um, well, a, a VAG thing? Yeah, it is a VAG thing. <laughs> um, don't start. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's not my fault they call themselves something that... 
We should have put dots between it. Sorry. <laughs> Volkswagen Audi Group. Yes, that's more like it. Ja, Volkswagen Führer. Um, no, the thing is, Skoda, Octavia and Passat essentially are the same vehicle. Mm. We, we are all aware of that. Yes. Um, so, if you have a Volkswagen and you're sat in the pub and you said to your mate, oh, my Volkswagen broke down the other day, they're going to go bloody hell. That's unusual. <laughs> yeah, if you turn to your mate and go, Sco- my Skoda broke down the other day, going, <laughs> what do you expect for buying a fridge? <laughs> <laughs> True. So they build Skodas to a slightly better build quality than Volkswagens. Just because of that reputation? Because to, to, to quash that reputation that they had for... Do they do that with Seat as well? Because years. some of the early Spanish Seats were awful. <sighs> the one that was based on the Uno. Yes. Ah. I can't remember what it's called now. Didn't they do one based on the Panda as well? Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, there we go. So uh, that was a, a nice non-classic car section. <laughs> yes, basically they're squashing all the classic cars, which is can only Ford Cortina on there. Uh, yes, but there is thankfully five thousand four hundred eleven. Well, there you go, see. That's a good car. Depending on what model, mm-hmm. some of them were a little bit mm-hmm. shocking. Yeah, but you, but at that list of however many there is, twenty. Yeah, I was just you'd own one. three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Just Rover SD one. Have a guess at how many SD ones are left. Too many, about three, <laughs> three, three thousand or something like that. Three hundred and ten. Oh really? Blimey, they weren't that bad though, were they? They looked fairly. They looked alright. But. But, yeah. 310, I thought that was quite a low number because at one point they were like. See, if they put a Merlin engine in one, <laughs> it would have been ah, worth it, wouldn't it? The old Merlin. Yes. <laughs> did you see the old Lancaster? Uh, the, the, the old 70 years of the Dambusters. We salute you guys. Yes. That was uh, pretty legend. incredible. Um, now. Last show, I talked about um, the the Donington Festival, the historic festival. Oh yeah, um, this weekend. No, the one I went to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a cracking day, if I'm honest. However, uh, sadly marred at the end by um, one of the drivers being killed. Oh really? Um, it was a huge mix of emotions that day, for me, essentially. Um, because I, I, I pulled up at Donington. Yeah. And there was a smell of burning oil. Ah. In the Alpha. Um, I pulled up and there was a big cloud of smoke. And um, before I even looked, I knew what I'd done. I checked the oil the day previous. Put too much in? Didn't put the cap back on. Ah. <laughs> it's happened to the best of us. So there I was, 150 miles, mind, with no f- oil filler cap on, and it just sprayed oil everywhere. Super. Um, so there I was, spent most of the day worrying about um, how I was going to get home and the fact that if I had to be relayed on a, an AA van, um, you might find it mildly amusing. Did Did you take duct tape? No. Nope. That would have worked. Would it? I think, yes. I think duct tape, if you'd done a bit of a... <whistles> I think it would have been all right. I thought of everything all through the day and I couldn't think how to fix it. However, we left at about half past four or left the inside of the circuit, went went to the outside uh, to go to the car to start organising recovery. What? Yeah. And um, I happened to look underneath the car. Yeah. After having... I'd had a scout over the engine bay when we got there to see if it wedged, but I thought, 150 miles? It's never going to be no. there. 
And I thought, well, I'll have a look, look up underneath. I led on my back, looked up underneath, and there, wedged behind an air conditioning pipe, <laughs> was my oil filler cap. <laughs> lucky, I could have lucky cried. boy. I could have cried. I was, I was overjoyed. Um, um, so yeah, so I, I, and luckily I had a gallon of oil in the boot as well. As you oh. should always carry in an outfit. Yeah, I, yeah, I, um, I do in a golf actually. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, uh, but sadly, yes. Um, no, I Chris, didn't know Chris, that. Christian Devreux, I can't pronounce his name. Devreux. Devreux. Oh, Devreux. It's, it's a French sounding name. Um, sadly, he crashed um, a Mini Cooper S in, in uh, the touring car, historic touring car race. Um, crashed into a, a Mustang, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> sadly, uh, sadly, Lost passed his away. Life. Um, there was two air ambulances. We knew it wasn't good because it was, it was just, there was an atmosphere. It was, mm. it was very strange. There was an atmosphere, and apparently the accident itself didn't look that bad. But um, uh, we pass our condolences on to uh, to Christian yeah. uh, Christian's family and friends because um, we don't want that. No, and um, we're sorry for that. Rest in peace. Yeah, it's um. At least it, he it, died doing it, what it, he loved. I would have thought. Well, yeah, that's exactly. one thing I can say for and, it. And it certainly put my uh, my troubles with my old filler cap into perspective. It did, yeah. And. Um, it doesn't take a lot sometimes. So, I mean, it? it was it was a cracking day, if I'm honest. Absolutely fantastic day, and um, it just sad uh, sad that it oh, ended. That is sad, it? mate. Very sad. Um, Isn't there one this weekend as well? Isn't yes, there some form of historic thing. Yes, I believe there's one. Um, is it this weekend or next weekend? No, it's next, next bank weekend. holiday weekend at uh, Brands Hatch, I believe. I've got one for you. Go on. ACDC's lead singer Brian Johnson will be racing a Mini Cooper S. Will he? Yes. I don't. I mean, it's Saturday and the Sunday. I, I was tempted to go. See, I'm not big. I'm not, not a big lover of historics. No. But there was two cars I wanted to see when I went up there. I oh, know you said about those, yeah, the those DP two one four and the Mercedes C eleven. Obviously, you got car. to see them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that DP two one four made such an incredible noise. Yeah, I bet it did. And the the Mercedes was just in the Group C sports car mm. race was just streets ahead of everyone else and I love the, the, the relaxed atmosphere at this historic meet where it was like you could wander in and out of the paddock the garages were open wander in the garage I mean the, that Mercedes was just sat there in bits and it was just like to go in and have a nose and sit there wasn't it I mean if, if you go to I don't know say something like I don't want to pigeonhole a particular category meet, you know yeah, yeah. but you, you got something like tracks mm. where you get all of the mod modified cars you know, and everything's sort of like everyone's edgy, and they've all got security coming out of their eyeballs. Yeah. You know, you go somewhere like that because, and you can do that because people have that appreciation. Mm. I know you get the odd this sort of moron. Yeah, mm. morons are best. But word. there is, there is, I don't know. It was just, it was relaxed. Everyone was friendly. You can go and have a look. You can go and talk to the drivers. Yeah, and it was just fantastic. And I must say a big thank you to the um, to the gentleman with the Aston Martin DBS. All right. Okay. Because one of my little stigs is uh, is quite um, obsessed with James Bond. James Bond. Um, so I let him go over and I said, I'll take his photograph next to this DBS because right, they had all okay. the owners club in the centre. And um, the guy saw us taking this photograph and um, he let him sit in the DBS. Oh, bless. Didn't let me sit in the No, DBS. no, no, you're not good enough. You git. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, but, you know, I'd, yeah, I'd need on. to bring this to your attention. He's six. What's he going to appreciate from sitting Yeah, exactly. There? He ain't going to remember that. Give it to a grown-up. Um, anyway, well, as long as you had a good time, I, I did have a good time. Obviously, it was mildly in, but uh, yeah, um, sad news. Yeah, but it was a it was a cracking day. And if you can get to a historic festival, 
I'd really recommend you go because it's just such yeah. a nice. Well, it's like it'd be like I mean, the Pinnacle's Goodwood, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's the yeah, place. The revival. That's the place yeah, yeah. to go. I mean, they sell out months in advance. Yeah, and um, I'd quite like to do the revival one day, mm. but um, there we go. Um, the, the racing has commenced. <laughs> racing has started. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to. I'm North trying to sort of gain some idea about who's doing what. It's here. pretty difficult. Should we see if we can tune in to the BBC? Well, possibly. Yeah, we'll see, if, um, see if anything's happening. Well, I don't know if we'll get much from this, but that, we'll try. Oh, Guy Martin. Guy Martin, yeah, he was late on the brakes. I don't know if he missed his braking point, but he did manage to get it stopped, so that was very impressive. Guinness, uh, not as quick, perhaps, as we expected. He flew off at the start uh, and then just Who is that didn't the lead, show he? that kind I of speed along the first it's not the power point, straight past the station no. and out towards the I university. I think that's John McGuinness, actually. Absolutely mugged going down there in the slipstream. Oh, yeah, if he's been mugged, he's maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, we'll sit that, turn that down a little bit in the moment. We'd, uh, we'll we'll try and keep abreast of. Uh, we'll we'll of keep it in the on. we'll keep it in the background. Hopefully, it won't be too much of a put off. <laughs> we'll try and <laughs> all of a sudden be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll try and keep up with that as we as we go along. Obviously, live waiting. Yes, waiting from north. Waiting. Um, on a drying road. We were talking about Longbridge. Yes, and um, the last Longbridge Mini is up for sale. Oh, is it? Um, it was it was a salvage Mini Clubman that lay in the tunnels under Longbridge for thirty years. Wow! Making it the last Mini to ever leave. Um, it's pretty ropey, if I'm honest. <laughs> I'll let you have a look at that picture. Wow. <laughs> Okay, yeah, there's, there's there's a good reason why there would be no reserve on that, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, uh, it's going up for auction at the Silverstone Auctions, which is on the 27th of... Uh, how on earth did that end up under there? How can it leave the factory? It doesn't well, like it's, it's left been, anything. Well, do you know, the speedo car says the car's covered just 11 miles. Wow, okay. I mean, looking at the state of that, you think it rolled down a cliff. Um, can I start bidding at £20? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, there you worth go. A, worth a try. That's that's nice. That's a nice little um, bit of. Um, I saw a photograph this week. Uh, a Porsche. <laughs> you did? Uh, yes, I did. Um, a Porsche, a brand new Porsche, I must add, um, had been crashed into uh, an Audi supermarket. Oh, excellent uh, work. Uh, he, he, he slash she um, got confused and um, thought it was in. Got yeah, thought it was in reverse when uh, unfortunately it was in first. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, it begs a couple of questions here. First of all, um, the store manager said that no one was injured. The car, uh, car's owner looked crestfallen. Uh, the, car, the store manager from Audi, uh, and this, this is in Cardigan, West Wales. Right. Okay. Um, the store manager is called Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the only highlight of that story. Uh, secondly, <laughs> why is someone with a brand new Porsche chopping at Audi? Well, indeed. You know, unless they were um, looking at trading it in, possibly. <coughs> For an Allegro. Yay! <laughs> um, I must say, actually, Donington, the, the Porsche Owners Club. I was going to say that there was a, an Austin Allegro part. No, there wasn't, thankfully. <laughs> All right. There was, there was a couple of old sheds there that I thought, just because it's old. Um, there were a couple of old sheds there, but in the Porsche Owners Club, 99% uh. uh, of them owned a, a, a Boxster or... Um, a Boxster, really? That's not Porsche. I probably ownership. saw two, Chaps, maybe sorry. three nine elevens. Wow. Maybe I didn't look hard enough. No, I, I'm sorry, chaps, but that's not real Porsche. <laughs> 
Okay, I, that's like I saying have the audacity. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong, it's a cracking car. Yeah. And if you were offered one, you wouldn't say no. No. But the rest of the world just looks at you and goes, you can't afford a 911. <laughs> or anything else, <laughs> for that matter. There was, I did think of you while I was up there, actually. Oh, In fact, you? I took a photograph specifically for you. Was, uh, was I haven't a, bought it with me. It wasn't a DeLorean, then? No. Um, it was a latest generation Mustang, hmm. but it was the Bullet Special Edition. Oh... So it was in that nice, nice greeny colour. Is it making noise? Again? Sorry. Yeah. It, it was in that nice greeny colour, and the badge on the back actually said "bullet" across it instead of a picture of Mustang. I thought you'd appreciate that. It's so sad. I just have no money. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You swine. Um, I'm trying. I'm still trying to work out who's where. I think it's. It, I think it's um, Bruce Anstey and. and Michael Dunlop actually but I'm not 100% sure I'm trying I know to guys it. sort of there-ish but not uh, Lincoln last Gary Johnson is the early leader yeah Bruce Anstey and, and Ash uh, <coughs> Alistair Wee Wizard Seeley is that his official title? well he's got Wee Wizard on the back of his leathers not quite sure what that means uh, it, it, it could mean why? many things, I guess. Excellent. But yeah. What um, are cooking? Go on. What, 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 what else have you got there? Well, I wanted to announce, actually. I'm not announced. That's just rubbish. I'm not announced. Nothing. <laughs> I'm an announcer. Um, <laughs> I'm fair. going to announce. Um, uh, V8 Supercars. We'll crack on with the V8 Supercars. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last weekend, we saw the... Not last weekend. Weekend before was the... Chili Perth 360 um, and Craig Lowndes actually become the um, I want to say the most winningest I don't think that's the correct <laughs> that's term. not the Queen's English <laughs> come <laughs> on guy <laughs> basically um, uh, he took the 91st victory in the V8 Supercar Championship which now ranks him ahead of his, his um, good friend Mark Scaife in the all time winners leads so 91 victories that's pretty impressive that is pretty awesome so um, a career that spans what 15 years I suppose He's he's renowned though, isn't he? He's a boy. Well, there you go. See, uh, so he won. Uh, he run. He <laughs> can't spit my words. <laughs> uh, he won race one. Uh, in fact, uh, from Jamie Winkup. So uh, nice triple eight uh, one two with uh, Ford's Mark Winterbottom coming third. Uh, race three and well, technically race eleven and twelve were both won by uh, by Winkup and a good podium for Jason Bright as well, which is quite impressed. Mm. So there we go. Um, good work, boys. Which this weekend, in fact, is the ITM 400 from Austin, Texas. Mm. Mm. Uh, and it's actually live on Motors TV. Wow. Live, live V8 supercars. But I that does mean if it's in Austin, Texas, it's going to be really early in the morning. No. Uh, five past nine, I think the coverage starts. Saturday evening and Sunday evening. Oh, right, okay. Um, so five past nine and then ten to eleven Austin, is the second race. Yeah, yeah. So, um, reasonable times. I must admit, I'm very excited. <laughs> Little Stigs at home are very excited. We don't very often get live V8 supercars here. Normally, got to wait a couple of weeks. Yeah. But um, Motors TV have got loads this year. Impressive. So um, some of them are same day, um, same day reruns as well, as opposed to waiting a fortnight for highlights. So um, big up to them. I well also done. That other channels are now carrying the V8 supercars. Premier Sports, I believe, that you've got to pay extra for anyway. Mm. Carry a lot of races live. 
Mm. Well, there you go. But yeah, yeah, um, live starting at five past nine this weekend. Motors TV, tune in. Four four seven now is the channel. Oh, is it? Yes. They've changed it. Is there yes. any reason they've changed it? Uh, to fit in the new BT Sport channels. Would you like to mention BT Sport? Yes, I was just going <laughs> <laughs> to. I thought you, I think you might have something to say. What do you think about this then? What they've taken the whole of MotoGP. What do you think about pay-per-view programs in general? Being a tight ass, I don't like them. No. Well, don't you think that... I'm not going to speak for everyone, mm. but don't you think a majority of people are going to think that? Yeah. Especially when there's a specific channel for Formula One. I know, mm. obviously, it's a lot bigger thing. Yeah. But it, the way I look at it is, if it's had a show nearly every other week on BBC Channel mm. it can't be that bad no you know especially when you've got the British Touring Car on ITV4 yeah which is channel 9728 <laughs> you know and I, I, obviously contracts were up BT have put the bid in but why should you have to pay I think you you know I mean uh, it's a hard one to take because I mean take the Formula 1 for instance um Sky, as of the beginning of April, changed the rules mm. so that if you want Sky Sports F1, you have to pay for it if you didn't already have it. So, if you had it last year because you had the HD subscription, you continue to get that for free. So, if I cancelled my Sky and went back, you'd have to pay extra just to get that, or to get the sport. You'd have to buy the sports package essentially, essentially mm. or pay a nominal fee for just that one channel. So it, it depends. Also with BT Sport, though, they say you get it for free if you've got their internet. Which I haven't. No, neither have I. <laughs> it's a way of encouraging people to buy a their rubbish product, yeah. isn't it? Otherwise, it's going to be, what, do you reckon, tenner a month? Yeah. To get their chance? I haven't actually read this article. I mean, I, I specifically bought this today and didn't really get much chance. Um... It does. I have noticed here. What does it say? BT Sport is free to existing BT broadband subscribers um, signing a new 12-month contract, mm. and those are Vision Plus uh, or UV Box, um, which you get for a month. But you have the latter two groups. It's twelve pounds a month. Mm. Uh, That's a lot of money, isn't it, to, for a channel? That if you're only if you're only interested in in the motorbikes, for instance, and you have no interest in football. Yeah. That's a lot of money for, for well, watching bike racing. But then again, it says here, if you actually want it in HD as well, you've got to pay an extra £3. £15 a month. Sign up before the 1st of August and the £3 fee will be wavered. Oh, that's big of them. <laughs> so basically, they're just bending everyone over. Yeah. Who wants to watch MotoGP? Um, do, you, do you think that MotoGP is going to lose 90% of its viewers? Yeah. Um, to be honest, they're, what they're going to do by doing this, they're going to make people um, either want to go to races because mm. they haven't got the availability to watch it, or I mean, BT have solely got it, haven't they? So they can't even watch highlights. I don't even. I don't think the BBC have got highlights next year. I haven't read into the deal. They haven't even got. So you can't even watch highlights. I mean, they used to be able to do that on Eurosport. Eurosport mm. stagger. Yeah, They've yeah. got the Moto Two and Three live, and then they stagger it. So while the Moto GPs on BBC, they put something else on, and then when it finishes on BBC, it comes straight on Eurosport. Yeah. Which I think is fine. Mm. You know, it shows that they're they're giving out a good coverage. But this is ridiculous. 
you know, I mean, they're saying the, the, <laughs> the retail boss of BT here that MotoGP will be as big as a bigger deal as football or rugby. <laughs> really, it won't. it won't. That won't draw I, I in. I don't the people. think so. I think MotoGP have shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, I think they have too. Well and truly, because they're going to lose a lot of a lot of viewers. Unless, obviously, most of the viewers that watch MotoGP have got BT broadcast. I've got a, a quote here as well from Lynn Jarvis, the, um, I can't remember what he is now. He sort of, he runs the Yamaha Lynn. team. He? Lynn? Lynn, yeah, Lynn. Uh, the BBC Good. could and should have been doing more. Um, we are very open to provide more content and behind-the-scenes material and insider stories, but surely if they do that, they're giving it away. Mm. You know, I wouldn't want to do that. Guy hides for the TT. Mm. He won't have anything to do with anyone if he, unless he has to. Mm. It's ridiculous. Well, no, well, I'm sorry, no, mate. I just think that's really. So it bad. begs the question now: What exactly are we paying for on BBC? Um, not a lot. Because they've, oh, they've still got the snook and the darts. Not well, even all the darts. I mean, this is this is good. This the, is the, this the is the Northwest 200 and the bike racing. Yeah, but. You you get hot, you get it it's streamed live on online, mm. and unless you're in Northern Ireland, you probably haven't even heard of it. Yeah, really, and, and you won't get to watch it on TV over here anyway, unless you've no. got you know you're paying I mean, these races, sixty pounds a month Sky subscription. Exactly. You're, or not, you're not going to see these anywhere. It's daft. So why aren't the BBC putting this on something like uh, on on normal BBC Two? Why don't they put this on after ten o'clock on a, on BBC Two on a you know, of, of an evening? What, yeah. uh, what's it going to hurt? Well, what's gonna, what's it going to knock off this time of night? Really? Well, isn't, isn't I mean, they've got BBC Two, Three, Four. I mean, we pay enough for the license fee. And yes, this is all very good, well and good. You can watch this on online here. What happens if but you're if I was at, if I was at home, yeah, I couldn't watch this because my broadband is so slow. You're not going to be able to keep up. I might as well wait for a written report in Motorcycle News next week. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, people like the BBC assume that everyone's because the national average is eight megabits. Well, I'm sorry, those of us that live in the blessed countryside. Yeah. Then that's your fault for living in the countryside, isn't it? Get less than a meg most of the time, which is shocking. No, that is awful. It takes me about three three days to download something off of iTunes. You can understand why somebody like BT are, are doing what they're doing then, really, can't you? But again, if I didn't have Sky, BT, um, say, oh, you, you, you can either watch... Because you can't watch it through Freeview, obviously. Mm. So they say, oh, you can watch it on our dedicated online channel. No, I can't. <laughs> because you haven't because got the broadband. Because I haven't got the internet. And my broadband's not fast enough. So unless BT want me to... If BT put me in some fibre optic cables, happy days. Yeah. But it's rubbish. Yes. Well, I'm not really <coughs> sure about all of this. I, so I need I, to sit down and, and read really what's sort of gone on. But I, I understand that they've got a five five year deal. Yeah. Really. Five year, five year deal. Um, I'll put money on it now. That'll be back on either BBC or Eurosport within twelve months. Really. Well, I, I twelve months I, after the start of their contract, which I, obviously is next year. I mean, don't get me wrong, MotoGP is is a big brand, you know. I mean, you, you you've got your, your car people and your bike people, mm. you know, and I mean, obviously they will cross a little bit, but they're diehard fans, and there are people that will that will watch MotoGP because of Valentino Rossi, mm. because of Jorge Lorenzo, because of Danny Pedrosa. You know, you've you've got all your big names there, and all that's what people want to watch. But you know, I'm I'm not going to go out of my way and pay extra. I mean, if if necessary, I'd rather spend out that fifteen ninety nine for that um, Apple app 
mm. and watch it that way. Yeah. You think you spend fifteen ninety nine for a whole season and you can watch them go around the track on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well do that, can you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it wasn't for the fact, um, I mean, Formula One, take Formula One, for instance, if I had to pay extra to watch that, I wouldn't watch it on Sky. No. The only reason I watch it on Sky is because it comes part of the HD package. And if they took it completely off of um, um, BBC BBC altogether, uh, if they took it on, off of BBC altogether and put it solely on Sky, solely on a pay TV channel, I would not be able to physically be able to watch it because I couldn't afford it. There is no way I could afford to do that. This is it. I don't think they are really thinking about what their target audience is. No, they're thinking about lining their pockets. Yeah. You need to what you need to do, these people, you need to listen to us. You know, me and Martin are normal people. We earn a normal wage, which is awful. Which is less than the national average on it. Yeah. You know, we pay over the top bills because of where we live. Mm. You know, but like everyone else, we have interests. There's things we want to do, things we want to follow mm. that break up our weeks, our days, our months. Yep. You know, and we can't afford to drive around all over the country and do these things. We yeah. like to be able to follow it, but we're not going to pay for this. Yeah, we cannot afford to pay for this. It's a simple thing of, of economics. Well, if you want your country to be better, you need to start offering some free things. Make yeah. us feel a little bit better. Make us feel a little bit loved. I, I, I even <laughs> go as far as cuppers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, we we can't afford to do these things. So, I mean. And we would, con I would suggest we consider ourselves as pretty average. Yeah. So there are going to be people that are worse off than us that really can't, that are really into this sort of stuff, mm. but but cannot afford to watch it one way, shape, or form. It's the same with going to the Grand Prix. There's no way I could afford to do that. Well, exactly. You send up saving up for a whole year yeah. when you could go on holiday somewhere nice. I, for the for three days at Silverstone, camping, I could spend uh, a week at Le Mans. Ridiculous. And I sh it shouldn't be that way around. And Silverstone had come out going, oh, yeah, but we're now doing special bits for Friday and Saturday. Who really wants to go and watch practice and qualifying? No. In, in all honesty, if you're paying that much money to go and see a race, you want to go and see the race. You don't want to go yeah, and see exactly. the qualifying. And it, the other thing is, with most motorsport events, it is free for under 12s or even under 15s mm. in a lot of cases. Silverstone want you to pay 75 quid for a child. Unless it's a baby in arms... You ca you have to pay seventy five pound. Ridiculous. Shocking. It I mean, is. really and truthfully, I know that there are a couple of things I read the other day where people who for uh, for years and years have gone to Silverstone cannot afford it anymore, and have decided that instead of going to Silverstone, they're gonna uh, they're gonna spend the uh, the same amount of money as they normally would, and go to Spa for the Grand Prix. It makes sense, doesn't it? You know, I mean, it, 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 it's nice to take in a bit of culture as well. Yeah, well, this is it. And Silverstone are going to have a problem in a minute where people can't afford a bit because things are tight at the minute. I mean, you've only got to look at the price of food in the shops. Yeah. How expensive that has suddenly got. It's people ridiculous. can't afford to do these things. Ridiculous. And eventually, it'll, it'll be an elitist thing, although Formula 1 is quite elitist anyway. But it'll be an elitist thing where only the real rich people can go to these sort of events because they're overpriced it'd be like living in Dubai yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a cold uh, wet corner of Northampton so, so Alistair Seeley is uh, uh, winning searching past now. yeah Anstey uh, Johnson and Guy Martin back and forth at the minute they've done a couple of laps they must be coming fairly close to the end they would have said they can't be far away can they 
uh, if you if you, if you race, just actually. tuned in, it's uh, the, the Northwest 200 live at the moment from uh, from Northern Ireland. Uh, we're not there, obviously. <laughs> yes, mm. we'd very much love to be there. Getting wet and um, cold. Well, we've got plenty of time. We're just kind of skimming over this. Um, we've got a couple of things coming up this weekend. Have we? Uh, we've always got the V8 supercars in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Live Motors TV channel four four seven. The DTM German touring cars are from Brands Hatch this weekend. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, if you can get yourself to that, that is that they are like Formula One cars with a roof. Oh yeah. They're pretty incredible, really, for what they are. Um, it's also the Nurburgring twenty four hours this weekend. I don't think there's any television coverage on that either. That's a bit naff. Which is a bit poor. <laughs> Who wouldn't want I mean. to see a whole wedge of GT cars going around the Nurburgring? Exactly. You, you know, you, you can pay twenty five pounds a month to watch more MotoGP yeah. race, but they're not going to show any of that As, on TV. Um, <laughs> do you know my um, my eldest little stig come down the, come downstairs one uh, last weekend? I think it was. Yeah. Dad, Dad, what? <laughs> it's uh, it's only seven weeks to Le Mans. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going. We're not going. <laughs> but, but he's that excited over the race. He knows. Yeah. Bless him. He's obviously spent the whole morning stood there staring at his calendar going, one, two, three, four, five. <gasps> so, um, yeah, there, there's a regular countdown in the, in the Stig household for, um, for those. Bless well him. Trained. He loves it. Um, um, talking about the Nürburgring 24 hours, there's, um, we got uh, the, uh, the hydrogen-powered um, Aston Martin Rapid S oh, yeah. that we talked about in the last show mm. is going to be taking part, uh, along with other couple of other Astons in there, actually. Interesting, but again, we won't get to see it. Just I've got a feeling this weekend. Did I? I might mention it last time. Michael Schumacher is going to be taking a last year's Mercedes Formula One car around the Nurburgring this weekend. At the I don't know if you've actually mentioned it. I'm sure you've. T I'm fairly sure you've tweeted it. Yeah, I'm sure of somewhere along the line uh, at Flash and Fastig. Um, but yeah, Schumacher will be taking a a, a relatively new Grand Prix car uh, around the Nurburgring. Circuit, the full, the the, the Nord life, the proper one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, wonder if it'll burn its tires up. Like it keeps yeah, doing probably. The yeah, yeah, well done. We haven't mentioned the Spanish Grand Prix. We haven't. Yeah, no. I've, I've, got quite a, I've got quite a good lot of bike news. I'm looking for here as well. I can um, skip through. Just very quickly then. Um, the two Mercedes on pole and yeah. second. Uh, about three laps in, they might as well have parked up and gone home. Um, terrible. Eating tyres and all sorts. I was going to say Lewis didn't say. Lewis like and Nico happy. didn't seem all that pleased about it, uh, to be honest. Um, Oops. And did, did I tip Alonso to win? I said Massa, and he was third. I, I tell you, <laughs> I, I think I said twenty-five quid if he did that, didn't I? Or twenty quid? <laughs> Imagine Bloody that. glad of that. <laughs> but yeah, Alonso. Uh, to be fair, I had a feeling it was coming. Uh, it was his home Grand Prix. They they test that all the time. You the, was, did you hear the crowd though? I mean you, you can't fail to be buoyed on by that if you're right, exactly. Italian, yeah, you're just going to go Spanish. on you um, other quick Formula 1 news uh, today in fact it Honda announced that it would return yes. to Formula 1 in 2015 I with McLaren what does this mean? well it means um, they need to start painting the cars red and white again Right. Okay. With Marlborough written down the side, <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. That's is it? not going to happen. But you still paint them red and white. However, talking about painting McLarens, uh, McLaren have said um, that they may return to an original McLaren colour of orange. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, Marty Whitmarsh said to somebody, <laughs> some bloke, somebody, um, that um, that orange is their traditional colour of uh, going back to the Can Am days in the sixties. 
Uh, and they said the cars could go orange um, if a sponsor wanted it to go orange. That's pretty awesome. I think it'll look good. Yeah, I think it will as well. Stand out, won't it? Look like the old Arrows team. <laughs> All right. <laughs> God. You never so wanted them to stand out, really, did you? I uh, know. Um, so, yeah, a McLaren could go on orange, but I'd rather they painted them red and white, like yeah. the old Marlboro colours. People, that's what people and then Williams, Williams, Renault, they need to um, paint their cars blue with the white side pods and the yellow roll hoop uh, and a red number five on the front. And uh, we'll <laughs> all be happy. Anything else? <laughs> well. <laughs> I've, I've oh mate, I've we're going to have the Williams in Rothmans colours. We're going to have the McLarens well, in Marlborough. I, I reckon. Uh, well, we, the we, colours of Benetton. We quite we quite often say um, that things were better back in the day. <laughs> well, this is it. And with cars going back next year to having a lower nose, um, it could look a lot like the early nineties. Do you think they'll put a Ford Mondeo in for the British Touring Car next year? <laughs> Just a yeah, Mansell and Tiff Nadell back yeah, in them. Just a thought. Yeah. Gabrielli Tarquini and Alpha. Alpha. Alpha's at the back, yeah. Hey, hang on a <laughs> I think he might have won one race in that. Let's get a V70 up there it as well. It keeps popping up. The, the, the world touring car keeps popping up on my phone. I can't Does remember it? any of it. Nope. But it keeps popping up. <laughs> I keep going, I must remember to say that, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's obviously not that memorable, to be fair. No. It's a bit like the British touring cars. Yeah. Mm. Oh, there we go. Right, uh, what else have you got? For um, us? Next year, Suzuki will be returning to MotoGP. They've been testing and testing and testing, and they will be officially testing um, in the next. Oh, what does it say? In the next month, they have to do a a, a full uh, public test at Catalonia, um, and then they'll be looking to possibly enter a team next year. Excellent. Um, and that is a full works team as well, not a, none not of this privateer CRT job. rubbish. Yeah, they are yeah. going to be up there with your, with your Hondas and your and your Ducatis. <coughs> yeah, you say Ducatis. Yeah, I, I, in, I say it loosely. Looks like Alistair Seeley's won that race. So there you go. Uh, breaking uh, news, ladies. Breaking and news: Northwest 200. Alistair Seeley has won the second race, his second race of the evening. Uh, Bruce Anstey in second, and uh, is that Gary Johnson? Gary Johnson in third. Doesn't possibly. he manage Oval Town? Possibly. Mm. He's, a, he's a multi-talented guy. <laughs> that does mean that Guy Martin did unfortunately finish fourth, so we won't be able to get a really, really good interview with him, which always That's disappoints me. Because <laughs> he's cause, well, <laughs> he what just brilliant. You say, really? <laughs> <laughs> he is brilliant. Bless him. Um, uh, this year, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know whether this is going to carry on being a trend. Um, I mean, I don't know if how much you know. Obviously, you've got your your normal Isle of Man TT, mm -hmm. haven't you? And they run a Manx. Yep. Where they give people a chance. I don't know if you saw that program on ITV. I think it's still on my planner actually. Yeah. Brilliant program that was. Um, they're actually doing a classic TT this year. Right. Okay. Um, and they've managed to get some big names in. Um, Bruce Anstey, who's just finished yeah. second in that one. John McGuinness. Uh, Connor Cummins uh, and a few of the upcoming lads will actually be racing classic machines this year. And they've actually got a couple of days set aside and they're actually going to call it the Classic TT, which I think is Excellent. quite exciting. Is that going to be run the same week as the TT? Um, let me find out for you. Know, August the 23rd and 26th. So it's later on in the year. That's back I think it's, weekend. I think, it? yeah, I think you've got obviously the TT next mm. in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then they run the Manx, but they've got to get the Southern 100s in there somewhere as well because obviously that's the other end of the island. Um, but yeah, but they've and they've associated themselves with Ace Cafe. Have you ever heard of Ace Cafe? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah big, they've big kind of calf. they've joined in with that. Based um, in near London, aren't they? The, the Ace Cafe. 
And nine of the top ten starters. Yeah, August the 23rd and 26th. Um, and they are really riding some class. I'm really looking forward to it, said John McGuinness. It would be, no, be nice to ride the mountain course without all the pressures I have at the TT. I'll be able to bring the family and have some fun as well. Uh, I'm really behind the whole idea of the event, the spirit and the camaraderie of it all. Um, there we go. There's the classic TT event will run alongside the Manx Grand Prix races um, in what will now be called the Isle of Man Festival of Motorcycling. I can imagine that's going to be quite a, yes. quite a weekend to go to. I actually. was going to say, and, and the sound of some of these old machines, it's like the old F1s, the old yeah, F1 yeah. cars. They sound fantastic. They really, really do sound fantastic. Um, what date is it this weekend? It is the 19th. Right, this okay, just Donington Park for Superbike for the weekend. I after. must say, actually, I know I keep harping on about uh, Donington Park. It was a cracking circuit to view from. I love Donington. Donington. I th personally, I mm. think it's the best track in the country. You know, th that was my first time at Donington. I really wanted to get the Grand Prix collection in as well at the same time, but I didn't really have a chance. Um, but I thought it was a fantastic yeah, venue. I love it. Uh, it was really, really nice places. Mm. It's fairly easy to find. The parking's fairly good. Yeah, it's very good. Um, and it, you're right about the easy to find thing. It's not off a beaten track. It is up yeah. the up the M42. Yeah, exactly. And it's A42, and you're there. You pull off. You go past the airport, down a road, and you're there. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's cracking. cracking. It is. Well, they're in, they're interviewing the uh, the podium at the moment. The Northwest 200. Bruce Anstey, who came second. He's thinking about putting it up, aren't you? I was. I you, 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 all right, okay. Um, we've got a couple of things on a weekend after next, actually. Obviously, this weekend, I said we got um, the DTM from Brands and the Nürburgring 24 hours. Um, the weekend after, we have F1 from Monaco. That's interesting. And the Indy 500. Nice. So. So I'm, saying, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of my sort of, of calendar. We're going to have a bit of a punt on the uh, F1 this time, <laughs> again. Where do you say it was again? Monaco. So it's Monaco. Mm. I'm going to go for who a Lewis won, win. Who won Monaco last year? That's a question for you. Weber, Charlie Weber. Sure He's Weber. not really had much luck this year, has no, he? But my argument is the Mercedes on a single lap is outstanding. They were fantastic in qualifying last week. And to be fair, they were pretty good the week before. So, and I know they eat their tyres pretty quickly, but... Monaco, if you're out in front, you're pretty much going to stay there. Can't so I would, I'd go, I'm going to go for a Hamilton win. Interesting. Mm. I'm going to go. In fact, I'm going to go as far as to say a Mercedes one two. <laughs> I know, big claim. Wow. And, and we don't have a very good history on them. Um, no, we don't. See, I, I was thinking more along the the the. Um, What's been happening in reliability, really? Mm. I was looking at the line, sort of maybe sort of Alonso or Raikkonen, but I don't know. I've I've personally, I, I mean, Alonso has been fairly well, good. Alonso is very good, yeah, yeah, at the minute. Every, you know, at the moment he's in good form, but I've never seen him race at Monaco. I've, I've not really paid enough attention of a Monaco race to sort of think, oh, Alonso, he does that track mm. well. Lewis has always done it fairly well, but didn't Jensen win it last year? You sure it wasn't Jensen? No, it definitely wasn't JP. I'm sure it's Weber. I'm positive it's Weber. I'm going to go for Raikkonen, I think. Okay. Just for something a bit. So there you are, ladies and gentlemen. If you're putting your money on it, don't go for a Mercedes 1 2 or Raikkonen because we're normally pretty rubbish we're normally in this game. Awful. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? We had a cracking weekend at the World Superbikes. Monza. Ah. 
very nice weather plenty of crashes plenty of people going off because they were missing breaking points <laughs> but honestly I'll, I'll be completely honest with you mate mm. the world superbikes has been very exciting this year better than MotoGP yes because I have to say the last MotoGP race I watched I thought it was awful um, um, and there's something I didn't sort of I haven't had a chance to come on to there was a little bit of an incident at the end of the race whereby the, the, the new young upstart that's, that's come in this year have, has sort of pretty much shoved Jorge Lorenzo out of the way you know and, and there's racing etiquette and there's that and I think he stepped over that very thin line you know I mean a little bit of a push a little bit of paint exchange you know you expect that don't you I mean it's not something you can do in Formula 1 <coughs> Not but you know, just just out. a little bit of a little bit of argy yeah, yeah. But he literally pulled into the corner in front of him and waited for him to lean on him. Really? Yeah. And because he couldn't actually physically lean on him, Jorge Lorenzo had to stand the bike up, and then he just carried on and took second place on the last corner. Naughty. Mm, very. Oh, guy back and forth. Twenty seconds down as well. It's quite a, quite a way behind. Yeah, I think he's taking it easy. Doesn't really. He's not really a wet rider, isn't guy. He likes he likes his dry surfaces and his his, his slick tyres. There's our guy, so I think he's done fairly well though, considering because there's a lot of because um, they they haven't had really a lot of time to practice. I believe one of the practice sessions was cancelled or delayed mm. for quite a while. Um, so there's been a lot of rain there, and again we're walking on about the Northwest 200. If you haven't already joined, <laughs> figure that out. Yeah, um, put put it on, put BBC on, <laughs> get your Northern Ireland site up. Just, I think it's just about to finish because they stopped racing at nine, didn't they? Yeah. Roads reopen at nine, so um, yes, we've had our racing for the evening. It's yeah. been. Uh, it's been quite a good race actually isn't yeah, it? and the, the coverage on here is superb yeah the online coverage from the BBC you can't knock it but again it boils back to the point why not stick it on a channel exactly I mean even if you condense it into an, uh, half an hour's worth of highlights mm. you know we, and then, us I mean, in England might want to watch that people from other parts of the country exactly they moan all the time about being um, everything's London centric or now they've all moved to Manchester everything's Manchester centric spread a little love throughout the country well, exactly come on BBC but then again you think about it the ITV the coverage of the TT mm. is every evening yeah because they'll they'll what, they'll film the day and then they'll condense it and then mm. you know yeah. why not do that so they should you know I mean I know the Isle of Man is, is much more um, renowned but mm. there is there's physically a road racing calendar you can race from the beginning of um, this month right the way through to end of September I think mm. there is actually a calendar but people don't know this you know, people. You're lucky if you've heard of the Northwest 200. Yeah. You know, and it's always been renowned for being the week before the TT. So there we go. So TT next week, a week after. Week after week practice after. starts. Week after. So um, we've got the TT coming up. Yeah. There's um, um, MotoGP at Le Mans this weekend. Mm. Um, there's World Superbikes next weekend at Donington. Um, well, TT really in it. I'm bothered <laughs> about the other two. <laughs> it's all about the TT. Uh, so there we go. So when we come back, it be June when we come back. Yeah, very time for the Le Mans 24 hour. Yeah, we'll have bike racing and all sorts coming out of our ears. I I, I learned something about the Le Mans 24 hour as well. What's that? In my house. Is it 23 hours long? No. My mum's coming to stay. Oh no. <laughs> Why? I don't know. She likes to visit. I don't mind her visiting, but yeah, but was she gonna, she could have sit and watch it with you or something. She's got no option. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so when you pop out for a cup of tea and you come back in and she's put EastEnders on or something, you're like mother out. <laughs> she <laughs> start walking now. <laughs> Go on. and clean me car. <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, I, I have told her it's going on that channel and it's staying on that channel. Right, I will take good. the batteries out of the remote if needs be. Good man. 
Um, that's authority. Unc- yeah. In the tier household. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the tweet to come up on the phone. Yeah, no, that's all right. <laughs> Mum, don't listen. Oh, that's all right. Mm. I'm sure your missus will say something, though. Yeah, she'll tell her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, uh, well, there we go. We've pretty much rounded up and we've we've filled an hour. I know. I've wow. It's it's uh, been quite good actually. I, w- I would just like to um, say online, uh, on air actually, that um, I like your helmet. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, we're not going to tell you. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a nice new shiny helmet. Yeah. And I touched it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very clean though, isn't it? For now. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to get a motorbike to use it. <laughs> oh, no. that one? Yeah, oh. not, 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 that, not that other helmet. Excellent. <clears throat> um, well, there we go. Um, another couple yes. of weeks, we'll be back. Uh, so well, the... we've got this. It's three weeks now, isn't it? Is it? I'm trying to figure out the dates. <laughs> Bear with me. Wait, the silence. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed dead air. It's against the law. <laughs> It'll cut in. What's the date today? Uh, it's the 15th. 15th. Yeah, here we go. Three weeks. Three yeah, weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks today, the fifth. No. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's right in the middle of TT week. Well, at least we'll have something to talk about. Will there be live raises that time of night? At least we'll have something to talk about. We're not going to be able to fit anything in. No, it's just going to be TT-tastic, isn't it? It is. Might have Sorry, to do man. a TT special. <laughs> I might have to learn what's going on. Yeah, you'd have to get your your thing. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to get your planner on ITV4 yeah, yeah. and and record it every night. It'll mate. be there. It'll be there. Right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's Thank been, you. It's been a pleasure again. Hope you've yeah. enjoyed. Hope you've enjoyed our our, our usual waffle. Uh, um, I did. It's always yeah. I was going to say it's always good to get things off your chest. Pleasure. <laughs> oh, there he is, spraying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he's won a race. I think we finished the ro- oh, think we finished the show on a bit of a low point. <laughs> Just too much innuendo. Um, it has been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in, um, like we said, three weeks' time. Three whole weeks. We, we apologise for that. Maybe we should just put something out in the middle. Blame the Mayans. Skype for their calendar. Mm. Was it the Mayans? I can't remember. Uh, I think we're on the G- Gregorian, aren't we? Anyway, yeah, right, time okay. to go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very Take much. Take care now. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. There. Another show over, and I promise we won't make them comment date ever again. Thank you for joining us. Feel free to get in touch on Twitter, at Flash and Fatsneak. See you next time, motoring fans. This was a Flash and the Fatsneak production. Copyright 2013.